Welcome to this week's sermon from Community Presbyterian Church in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, the Gospel of Luke records an early teaching to the newly called disciples known as the Sermon on the Plain. Jesus shares a list of blessings and woes, pointing to the difficulty the disciples will encounter as they seek to follow Jesus. Blessings and being blessed are commonly used in the church and larger culture. How does Jesus talk about being blessed? What does it mean for us today as we seek to follow Jesus? Join Pastor Jason Schuller, Lay Pastor Mary Scheidler, and Lay Reader Elsa Schuller for today's sermon on Luke chapter 6, verses 17 through 26.
If I have to be honest with myself, I'm in the second group on a surface reading of this text. But that's not looking at it the right way. Jesus is talking to the disciples, pointing out the pitfalls of what they are about to enter into. They have accepted this call, this irresistible call to follow Jesus. We didn't have any of those stories in our lectionary this year, but Jesus shows up on the beach, shows up in these different places, says, come and follow me, and the people just drop everything, and they go. They can't resist Jesus' invitation. But they had no idea what they were getting into. They didn't have a clue what the next three and a half years were going to be like. They were simple, common people, just going about their day, surviving in this world. These were not trained pastors. They had no theological education beyond what a kid would get growing up in an observant Jewish home. They were ill-prepared for what was coming. On top of that, they all had expectations of what Jesus was or would be to them. 
that would turn out to be wrong. Jesus is pointing out to them how difficult it's going to be following him. What's going to happen to them? He knows it. He sees it coming. They will struggle. They will hunger. They will weep. They will be rejected. All of that was happening. was going to happen to them. And those who do it would do the mocking, those who would do the rejecting would be those in power, those with wealth and standing, those with influence, those who are well-fed and live easy lives. Those would be the ones to reject them, to threaten them. Jesus was trying to prepare them that it was not going to be an easy task to follow. He would reinforce this over and over and over again in his ministry. Each step of the way, even at one point, after the crowd left disappointed, Jesus asks, are you leaving too? Peter famously answers, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. They didn't know how hard it was going to be. But what Jesus promised them was that they would never be in this alone. That for now they have each other, they have him, but even when he was gone, he promised the Holy Spirit would be with them. And the, the celebration of Pentecost, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit that we celebrate each year, a reminder that God propels us and sends us out into the world equipped with everything we need to go on the hard path of following Jesus. The same invitation exists for all of us. It's an invitation to follow in Jesus' footsteps. It's an invitation to the hard work of being the church of moving in this world, of struggle, of being rejected. The same work that Jesus started, that the disciples carried on, and that each generation since has taken up and faithfully followed. Each of us can think of people in our own lives that were examples of faith and how to be the church and how to love others were examples of God's faithfulness, of God's forgiveness and love, and who nurtured us in our faith. People who showed us the way. One of the challenges that the modern church is struggling through is that over time, what happens in any human-created institution is they get more inward-focused. They start to exist just for their own benefit. And that happened to the church. Over time, the church stopped looking at itself as followers of Jesus called out into the world and started to look at themselves as a group set apart 
special to exist for their own benefit. It's a big change in our thinking to recognize that we got off track, that we lost our way a bit, and to reclaim what Jesus offered to us. To step back into the hard work. You know, I think one of the most terrifying things I can ask someone to do as a pastor, and it's kind of fun to do it for me, because I just kind of want to see people squirm, is to go talk to somebody about faith. Anything else. Paint a wall at the church, clean out the gutters, clean up anything else. Not And I think that's because what that is in your head is warped from what it should be. When I say that to you, you think, oh, that's a sales pitch. I got to go out there and sell church. I got to go out there and, and get some people on board. That's not what I'm talking about, though. If we watch the lives of the disciples and what they did as they followed Jesus, as they watched and learned from Jesus, and then what they did after Pentecost and took over as the young church, is they went out and formed relationships. They went out and had conversations with people. They weren't trying to sell anything. They went out and engaged in the hard questions of life. They didn't shy away from them. They didn't claim all the answers. They met people in their suffering. They sat with people as they weeped. They wept. Each step of the way, they ministered to those Jesus called out as being blessed. They spoke up against tyranny and oppression. They spoke out for others. And they paid dearly for it. All but one of the disciples would be a martyr. The only one that lived was exiled to an island and died there. Now, I am not saying to go out and try and be a martyr today. Please do not misunderstand me. Don't do that. I pray that none of us are faced with that ever in our lives. But the fact is that to be the church and to be faithful, we have to enter into what is uncomfortable. We have to follow Jesus into the hard places. And we can't be afraid of them. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is there in dwelling in us, that will provide for us when we need it. And we have to bring hope where it's needed most. Those who have a lot, those who have power, those who are well fed, don't seem to need the hope the same as those who are struggling. And Jesus is pointing that out here. Not that God doesn't care about them, but Jesus over and over says that the good news is for these very people. And we are to be ambassadors of that good news. 
to form bonds and relationships, to accept people into our community and give them a place of belonging and meaning and purpose, to grow together in service and faith. It's what the church has been doing since its very founding. And it's our turn now to carry on this work with boldness and with certainty that we are called to it together. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from Community Presbyterian Church in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. 